Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's good. I'm holding a bull penis. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> for the listener, uh, when everyone says bully stick, they mean a bull penis. And Hank is chewing on one. We've snuck him into Jessica's apartment yet again. We have a great guest for you tonight. She's my neighbor. She's my friend. Uh, sometimes get to see her in a retail place uh katherine faulkner <laughs> is a comedic performer and she's here for you this evening but if you're listening to this in the morning it's this morning <laughs> katherine welcome to the podcast hey thanks thanks for having me hi hi <laughs> so it's just a sleepy tuesday night in mm. vancouver beautiful night actually kind of cold mm. no rain kind of ghosty is anyone watching sabrina i watched all of it already okay have you seen it no. yet no I've watched no. the first three episodes and they're scary for me because I don't like horror movies. So is this it? Is, I thought it's it It's very looked, campy. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't look very scary. It gets, it progressively gets darker and darker. Uh, oh. There is cannibalism. There is like self-flagellation. There, is that when you fart a lot? <laughs> yeah. Because I do that every night. <laughs> self-flagellance. <laughs> it's just where the you The only part that I'm not yourself. comfortable with is how sexualized the she is. And she's mm. such a young actress. Mm-hmm. See, because I find it so tame compared to Riverdale. Never seen it. Riverdale is they're all hanging out in their like beautiful, like Victoria's Secret bras and matching underwear, like and is nothing it like else. The 90210 of this generation. And I'm just missing it. I don't know. I never saw that one. Really? No. Thank God. It was, was terrible. I think that was... I never saw 90210 or, or Party of Five, and I don't... I the, never watched Party of Five. In my yeah. mind, Party of the five. same show. I feel like no, I have religious I would undertones. say between the really? two, just just watch 90210, I 90210, think. That's not as annoying. Is that the one with... Uh, okay, what are the characters? Dylan. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, Brandon? you're so good with the names. Uh, Brendan. <laughs> Brondon. <laughs> I forget after that. There, I, Shannon Doherty was on it, but she's not, not on it. That's the one who, for the most of part. who people have told me that I remind them of. And I was like, isn't she like a bitch mm. on that show? Anyway. Mm. Um, and isn't Archie's dad in that? Who's Archie's dad? I haven't seen Riverdale. Uh, Luke Perry? Yeah. yeah. Luke Perry's uh-huh. Dylan. Yeah. Well, he's uh-huh. Archie's dad in Riverdale. Oh. oh. Yeah. And they, they actually do a really good job of the casting because Cole Sprouse, who's Jughead, his dad is um, Skeet Ulrich. Oh. And they actually look like they could be related, both of the fathers and son Brilliant. combos. Brilliant. Because mm-hmm. if you look at young photos of the dads, they look just like the, the sons right now. Mm. And I'm sort of like, oh, maybe I I'm was doing some research. Maybe I was snoozing on these hot dads in the nineties. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I mean they weren't dads then. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> there weren't a lot of television shows to begin with, like even in the nineties, like when I I think Nano Two and O came out right around the time I was finishing high school and living on my own for the first time. So we'd all get together and watch certain shows. Oh, all nice. of us meaning my friends that lived in the same apartment building, which was like friends. Whoa. Uh, except for way less cool way less monkeys, number one. No monkeys. <laughs> How many ducks? Zero ducks. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. A couple mm. of cute dogs. Oh. Now there's just so much choice and people really like live in a different way. I know. We just had fire for the first time. The wheel was a big thing. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Catherine, this is the oh, podcast. We just yes. talk about we talk TV nonsense shows that we like. All the time. And I feel old because I have no idea what's going on anymore. That's okay. Just, the only reason why I watch Riverdale. because you have interests. Yeah. Yeah, you have a life. <laughs> mm, kind of. <laughs> I've seen you out in your front yard having lovely... Uh, yes. Thank God for a front yard. Yeah. Hank just put his paw on my synthesizer case and did an almost little whine like he wants to play the synthesizer. 
I think we should get him a little keyboard, little puppy keyboard. He, he needs start, a hobby, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, he'd be great. You know what? He, and then you could get get him a little uh, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> I could totally see him doing that with the little ribbons that he has in his ears. Yeah, right now Hank yeah. has two little blue bows. Like his mm. haircut makes it look like he has a circle head, kind of. This was on purpose. Yeah, which is yeah. like some <laughs> of my favorite poodle cuts mm, mm-hmm. he has like he finally has that sort of japanese instagram yeah. poodle cut yeah. mm-hmm. and it will be it, like he actually looks really healthy and really great right mm. now for the listener he looks like he's made out of he looks like a doll <laughs> yeah he doesn't look real it's like true. those porcelain doll poodle dolls yeah. you can get and put it put it on your shelf i have yeah. one over yeah. there oh do you <laughs> yeah it's wearing a little hat it's oh, in my wow. um porcelain doll collection area <laughs> so it might not be popping out right now because mm. there's about like six of them over wow. there i've got a, a few i've got a weird sheltie and a wiener dog i got a couple wiener dogs mm. Anyway, people once people start uh, thinking that they know your interests, they just really buy you only those things. Yeah. Um, and it's I'm not mad about it. But then you're the type of person who has like, this is my owl figurine mm. collection and this is my dog figurine collection. See, I like mannequin hands. So oh. I have three of them. You haven't been to my home yet. I don't go just, to anyone's home. <laughs> well, next time you'll have to just take a peek I'll take in. a peek in and leave like a yeah, feeling comfortable. astral projecting right now. I... <laughs> I love, I don't know what it is, like certain body parts. So there's, I just found some mannequin hands. And so I have them displayed. There's like a man hand and a woman hand. And they're they're like hanging out together. You should hang out with my friend Layla. She also collects little mannequin hands and like little porcelain doll hands. Yeah, I have, I have like the baby hand next to the man hand and the woman hand. And they like all hang out together. (laughs) They all shake hands. Yeah. So I'm always like, hey, everyone, if you (laughs) find some mannequin hands, send them my way but that doesn't really happen that's no. really good to know because yeah or like doll stuff i know I someone who works in the mannequin stuff. business mm. and always send them an email yeah, if i got mannequin legs hanging out there <laughs> in my place yeah uh, i feel like your apartment is cool <laughs> it's it's definitely has yeah like i mean this aesthetic is your aesthetic is very appealing to me and i have the similar interests so yes it's it's I mean, I live in a little Hobbit basement suite, so it has to have its... Yeah, it needs know, its charm. It needs and, to have a charm, yeah. for sure. Yeah, That's how I feel about this uh, little hut of mine. Um, <laughs> it's uh, sometimes overwhelming for people, though. Some mm. people have come in and been like, I need to go and just come back at another time <laughs> when I know what I'm getting into. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm. Well, I mean, it's not... Um, what do you call it? Like, um, when people... Have a sparse place. What do you call it? It's minimalist. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's but not. It's not the minimalist. Thing that is, everything has its place. I was just going to so say that it, it doesn't. Yeah, like I personally love it. I could stay in here forever and just and look. I, it's very um, visually pleasing to me. So yeah, I so only discover things one at a time. Mm. Here, like there's things I've never seen in here yet, mm. and I come here every week. Yeah. You haven't seen my butt plug collection yet. Did you see what? that? Um, <laughs> really? Are you being serious? Candy corn no, butt plug that our yes, podcast I was did. talking about? Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, I'm not <laughs> mature. It's good to have. I personally think um, if you go into Williams Sonoma and look at all the kitchen gadgets there, I think that they could all double as butt plugs. Mm. Not the corkscrew. Huh? <laughs> well, it depends how adventurous you it are. It depends. Yeah, all so right, all right. I see you guys are more adventurous than I am. It's not too pointy. You never know, you know. Yeah, as as long as it's made out of uh, you know, silicone. Yeah. Then yeah. 
then you're good. All mm-hmm. right. Well, Dad, if you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> Little Mike update. My dad's been on the podcast. He's mm-hmm. a big fan. Uh, he, I got a text message from him the other day, and he's like, hey, I think I'm going to start driving school buses. He retired about <gasps> oh, a year and a half ago, two so years ago. Great. Mm-hmm. I could totally see him doing that. He's so nice. He is so nice. I don't want him driving kids around. He's going to get lice. No, <laughs> they don't like interact with the children. They don't I touch. Know. I think he's just bored. Hmm. But I think that would be so great because well, the first thing I said is like, I do need money, and then like I'm pretty <laughs> sure he doesn't. So he's like, no, I'm just need stuff to do. But he has like such a such a friendly, like kind, outgoing, like lovely demeanor that he is pretty good with kids. I could see that. Yeah, yeah I don't. I yeah, I think like he's had an, a lot of practice now. Like. Mm. So maybe probably when he was like 35, not so great. Mm. But now at 73, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, was a school bus assistant when I was 17, 17 or 18. I don't remember. Well, it was for, um, it was certain school buses where like if it was kids with, um, you know, wheelchairs or or like the, like a little bit more of a rough and tumble kind of, kind of group and I really enjoyed it actually I did it for like a year and uh yeah I learned a lot and I mean and uh yeah it was just really fun some of those kids I mean I'd have to confiscate uh, lots of dirty magazines because oh, wow. yeah. they'd yeah. huddle back all in the, the back of course day. yeah yeah back in the day you know what they'd be taking I'm, I'm assuming their father's oh <laughs> yeah and they'd all be huddling in the back of the bus right all these boys and I'm like uh <laughs> a quiet group of boys would <laughs> so and, and of course that I would that's what I was there for is to kind of make sure everything porn's was, confiscator yeah. and and I'd be like yeah, I'd do cart like uh deck of cards like the naked ladies oh wow which were actually really cool I was like of course you can't say that kind of stuff yeah then, but I'm like oh that's that's, that's a good st- that's a good stack of cards um <laughs> and magazines. I love those pens that you would turn over <laughs> oh, yeah. and the dress would come off yeah the dress They're or, or so I'm great. like there's there's some dude well, ones we had, too I had a lighter yeah. like that in high school I thought it was so cool I'm like yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was really fun. I actually really quite enjoyed it. You seem a lot better natured than I am. Hmm. I think that'll play out probably throughout the podcast. I think. uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, me being, uh, I'm short. No one can tell, but uh, on. uh, I can tell. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you guys can make very direct Uh, eye contact. So it was kind (laughs) of funny when coffee table (laughs) the 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 kids would be in my size, and you know, but I'm X amount of years older than them. But if they were taller than me, I yeah, I felt like I couldn't really establish authority, especially Mm -hmm. at my 17 year old self. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it is. So this is retail nightmares. Did you Mm want to give us? Give us one from the vault because oh, you love sure. your, your part-time retail yeah. job right now. It's a lovely store where you it work. It is a store that's lovely. And I actually, yeah. The, it's uh, been a, a retail dream on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. I've had such good shopping experiences yeah. there. Yes. Well, um, back in the day, um, I used to work in a kitchen shop. And uh, that was very challenging at times. So in particular, I guess, out of all the many... Uh, <laughs> examples um one in particular was was quite shocking uh like we would sell blenders and i thought you were gonna just say blood i don't know why (laughs) we would sell vials of blood Um, it's a different kind of kitchen yeah a different kind of kitchen so you know we we carried like a lot of pots and pans knives and um like real a real kitchen store like a real kitchen store yeah so uh one day this uh 
a woman had come in and she was carrying a blender and it was still full of it was blood. half full <laughs> of <laughs> of blood Six of, mannequin uh, feet. <laughs> of whatever she was cooking or blending that's and weird she just kind of plunked it down on the counter and she's like you deal with it you know <laughs> and and she's like the blade's not working and uh i'm like well there's still food in there like can't you just she's like well you know, I called the other day and like, she was just racist. She's like, the woman couldn't speak English and oh. I want my full refund and the blade stuck. And anyway, and we didn't really have a proper, like we didn't have a back kitchen or nothing. And uh, so I was like, well, I, I don't have anything to really, I mean, can't you clean it out first? And she's like, my husband's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, and you are going to deal with this. So it was, wow. it was, uh, yeah, like logic. things related. <laughs> so yes, that was, that was an interesting one. And I actually also got threatened, not by that particular person, but one time a woman had come in and we weren't the right store. Like there was another store up the street that sold like, um, you know, like dishware sets. Right. And stuff. And uh, so she was asking for a particular one. And I knew that that wasn't us. It was another shop fish wears a rest up the street yeah. yeah and so I said well that's not us but this is the other place and she's like no 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 it was from this place and I said no 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 I I order like I used to order all the stock and I said well it's not us but I do know what you're talking about and it's the next shop up the street and she said you are such a stupid woman and I'm going to smack you in the face whoa I used to get a lot of smack you in the faces Jesus Christ <laughs> What neighborhood was this in? Uh, <laughs> this one? The, the neighborhood that I live in. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just double checking. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this sounds very entitled. It mm. could be one of a couple neighborhoods in yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. No, it was this this one. Yeah. So. Jeez. On, on there behalf was... of the neighborhood, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It was a long time ago. And it I hasn't think changed I, up here. I no. was young. But yes, I, I felt that half of the time the customers were amazing and then there was just those few that would come in and would be so violent and yeah very much entitled okay just to go back to that blender mm. story mm. yeah I like questions. i have a yeah i know i'm sorry questions. i kind of mixed two nightmare <laughs> no. ones together no, that's perfect <laughs> all, they all blend together <laughs> and yeah. also those customers often yeah. kind of in our memories seem like mm. one person yeah because like um, well, they're 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 of that same caliber of yeah. like violent <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, awful. Just kind of come in and drop shit on, in my lap, pretty much, and say, you deal with it. Yeah. So the woman breaks the mm. blender mm -hmm. a few days before and leaves the food in it, then brings it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, or me, yeah. Yeah, when she was like, I called I called yesterday. Yeah, so that's, and, and talk to somebody who old, didn't speak English. That's at least day-old food in a blender, <laughs> which, like, if you leave a blender, mm -hmm. like, if you make lunch in a blender and then you leave it until dinner to clean up, like, mm. that's... You need to buy a new blender. That's nasty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I know, because I do it every time I use the blender. And then I'm like, why didn't I just rinse it? Well, and also, it wasn't even that I could even do deal with, with it. Even if yeah. she came in with a broken blender, I'd still have to refer her to the actual company mm -hmm. i mean and at, at times it depending on the company we could be kind of like the middle person and take their product and then but we would still have to send it to the like ship it to ontario where the yeah. or wherever mm -hmm. we we still weren't the people to fix it you know <laughs> so um, that's the one problem with people who think that it matters that they married a doctor is that they're very dumb mm. 
Yeah, and I, I said, don't know I, how the world works. Or I'm, blenders. I'm like, well, get your doctor husband to fix yeah, the blender. Yeah, take it to the hospital. I mean, Do yeah. surgery. Yeah. You know what really bothers mm. me? Mm. When somebody pretends to smack you in the face, has, like, has that ever happened to you with like their gloves or like, or like mm. they're talking to you and they go, don't you get it? And they kind of do like the, like mm. the slapping mm. you across the face mm. motion. I honestly could dig a hole and bury them. Mm. I hate it so much. I don't think anyone's but ever I think done if that anyone, to me, thankfully. Yeah, I used to have a friend that kind of thought it was funny and I was like, don't, mm. you're too close to my face. Um, yeah. But I think now if someone said anything like that to me in a workplace, I'd just be just like, I call oh, yeah. calling the police. Well, I told her to actually leave the shop. And did, did she have any reaction? No, she stormed out and just said I was an idiot. Yeah. But and then she, she probably waltzed into the other store and <laughs> was like, like, oh, these are the dishes oh, I was looking for. Dishes. I guess she transferred them Oops. to you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I mean, with that kind of stuff, it's just like blatant abuse. Yeah. And yeah. I just think people just don't get it clearly. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they don't. They're yeah. also looking for people to take mm. their anger out yeah. on. Well, it's and like, the person in the store is the perfect person because mm-hmm. they're, as we've discussed, you know, hundreds of times, it's. They're defenseless for yeah. the most part. Yeah. And there's no structure put in place by the company or the mm. managers to protect mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Do you think what was inside the blender was her husband? <laughs> oh, is that she's saying? My, my, my husband's, husband's yeah. a doctor, yeah. but yeah. look at him now. <laughs> I know. Well, sometimes I'm thinking, well, maybe, you know, it's like, well, what kind of life do you have? Maybe she's not happy with the doctor. You yeah. know? Maybe she wanted to be the doctor. Well, I and mean, now she's just women the can't be doctors. Wife. Yeah. So mm-hmm. too bad for her. Yeah. Well, it's not possible. Not yeah. legal. Yeah. Yikes. So, yes, that was a bit of a nightmare for me. For sure. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. Jessica, do you have a thing? I have. I mean, I have a thing. <laughs> I have a thing. I'm a little bit of a thing. Um, I have a thing that's like, I guess it's retail because money exchanged. Hands. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. <laughs> I met this guy in an alley. No. Um, Jessica. Former guest. Heather Black came over to my house and did my nails, like fancy gel nails with one of those little like light dryer things. Mm -hmm. I've never had that done before in my life. And I didn't know that that technology existed because I'm a dumb idiot. I thought gel nails were like fake nails. Like I didn't know that there was just gel polish you could get Mm -hmm. on your nails and that Mm -hmm. it lasts for two weeks and it doesn't chip because it's... So strong. Yeah, I've had that done. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, cause I I love having painted nails, and I have probably like fifty different nail polishes. I just love color, as you can see in my apartment. <laughs> um, it takes me like three hours to paint my nails, and then as soon as I do it, I'll screw them up, or I'll do the dishes, and it'll get screwed up. Mm. So Heather was basically like, "Let me do your nails, please, <laughs> you <laughs> precious little idiot." So she came over. And it was the most like usually I get very sort of like uptight and anxious over people who are sort of like waiting on me like that or like performing a service, which is why I don't get manicures or anything like that done. But she's such a lovely guest. People who haven't listened to her episode of the podcast should listen to her as a guest because she's amazing. But just like being here in my home and providing the service. And then it was like very difficult to actually get her to take money for it because like we had agreed on the price beforehand and then afterwards she's like you know what let me like do this one for free and I was like are you kidding me like that was the best experience I've ever had (laughs) um so it's more like it's like a dream experience but because it saved you having to go out into public and have that experience yeah Mm -hmm. well I never would have done it I never Mm. would have gone into public and had that done the only reason why I did it is because she 
instigated it. And this is also what I want out of like going to get a tattoo is someone being like, let me give you a tattoo and then come into my house and do mm. it. And I'm like, this is the best. It's amazing. I get my haircut done in my home. See, that's great. Yeah, I would love, I love to it. get that done. And it's great. Because I what I hate most is like the all the sort of everything surrounding like I like my hairdresser, but I don't mm. like the sort of. Mm-hmm. you know going and sitting in the lobby and waiting and like pretending to read a magazine and then going and sitting in the chair and like putting the weird shirt on and I don't like all that mm. rigmarole I find it all like really like make anxious making as well yeah yeah mm. I totally agree I went and had a manicure done this weekend and a facial and not at the same time so I had two days of like torturing people because I don't like having those things done either mm-hmm. And the person giving me the manicure, manicure, <laughs> the person giving me the manicure, the mayonnaise cure. Um, was lovely. It's the second time I've been there. And she kept kind of having to readjust my hands because I'm such a tense person. And she's mm-hmm. like, I can't paint your nails. And then when I was getting the facial done. What were they going in rigamortis? Like in a Basically, claw. yeah. And like I was just pulling them away. She's trying to paint them. And I was just like pulling them away. Just as my natural reaction to someone touching me is to recoil. Uh, so she's like, this is not helping me. And uh, she's, we laughed every time, but I was like, she has no idea how much stress I'm under combined with that. Like, I don't, I don't like it either. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like having my hair colored, which I have to get, I don't have to, but I choose to get done very often and stresses me out every time. And then I went and got a facial and I just was like, I think every time she touched me, I just recoiled slightly. I was like, that's so fine. And then she's like, I will give you a relaxing arm massage because I can't have a shoulder massage. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it was the same thing. She's like trying to <laughs> to make my arms relax. And I was like, it's not going to happen. It's basically oh, like a, a, a mannequin. So could yeah. you, would you be like that in a spa situation? Yeah, every situation. Yeah, yeah mm. me too, I think. It's just not something that... I like the end results, but getting Mm -hmm. it done is a lot. And like the build up to psyching yourself up to go and actually do it. Yeah. And I think also the money and like, I will like, you know, I want the person to also enjoy, I want them to like me. So there's a uh, likability factor where like, it's hard for me when I first meet someone not to joke around. Mm -hmm. So this woman's trying to provide this like very luxurious spa experience for me on Sunday. And I'm like making jokes (laughs) and we're listening to like Leonard Cohen and there's candles and I'm like, there's mm. candles. It was really nice. That it was a nice place. For your manicure? No, for the facial. Oh, for the facial. Leonard mm. Cohen and candles. And all these like really expensive mm. face potions. But I also always feel like every answer I give like a person is wrong. Like with my hairdresser, it's like, what kind of shampoo are you using? It's going to be the wrong answer. <laughs> You're like, mayonnaise. <laughs> I only use mayonnaise for everything. <laughs> I get it at Costco. <laughs> and then I put it on my butthole. I put it on my lip hole. <laughs> butthole, lip hole. Perfect. Same thing. Yep. Same Sometimes. thing. Different end. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. And it's funny because people think they're, I mean, they are doing a nice thing, but like people think like, oh, you're going to have like, what a nice treat. Here's a gift certificate to a spa. And I'm like, I will agonize for hours over the like spa offerings and decide which one will be like the best value and least awkwardness. And Hmm. I'd like to get better at it, to be honest. Like, I don't know how to relax. So maybe I can throw some money at it. (laughs) Maybe you guys need to go to like, uh, there's this really inexpensive, it's like a Korean spa. We Mm -hmm. have in Coquitlam. I've heard of it. Is it the place with the crystal room? Uh, yeah. Like a salt crystal room? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And like a charcoal room. And this one's good because it's not like they're not giving you a serve. Like you're Mm -hmm. not being served by anyone. It's like you come and go as you you please into the rooms. I mean, there are those services, but it's like super chill. You can go into like 
it's like a segregated like women only like the hot tub saunas and stuff and then there's only a few where you you mix so and i find that sex um (laughs) (laughs) coquitlam you say that's where i keep my butt plug butt plug my butt plum it's on christmas way i think it's called actually christmas way (laughs) It's called Santa's Grotto. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most fanciest Um, place in Coquitlam. Everyone's dressed up like Santa and they're hitting you with, uh, you know, like holly boughs. (laughs) Um, Yes. Do you have to like wear special things? Yes, you do. Uh, Well, they won't let you wear a bathing suit. Like it's, you have to be naked. I know. um, For the hot tubs. and sauna stuff but if when you go into the rooms you have to wear they give right. you like a no they give you a oh, okay. little cotton like shorts and top and then you have to wear those yeah mm-hmm. see i feel like being naked around a bunch of strangers is not mm, relaxing it's, it, well it's i don't know that's i know it because is you, everybody it, else is between, naked yeah and they're usually it's like a bunch of you know older yeah. ladies you know i have friends them- who've, <laughs> who've gone here and they tell me about how amazing it is and i'm like I feel my shoulders raising up oh. around my ears as soon as they're like, yeah. And then there's this big naked room and I'm like, no, bye. Like, I mean, I can see that. I guess I've just, yeah, I don't care. I'm it's at that point now like, where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. It's a bunch of ladies and we just got to support each other in our. Do you think they'd be impressed by my helicopter farting? <laughs> when I get totally naked and spin around while I fart. Wow. Wait, with your like legs in the air, like propellers? <laughs> just, no, nope, just spin around. Wow. My arms are in the air. I That's mean, the helicopter part. I'm impressed. Just. Well, it's not like it's not a quiet, like, you know, I don't think okay. they have a bunch of, sh- you know, like in those Scandinavian ones where they there, have the shushing. There is apparently like a silent spa mm. where everything's totally quiet. Have you heard of this Well, place? up in Whistler, I know there's like, it's, it's a certain spa where they actually have signs with the shushing. Yeah. And if you make... Uh, audible you can't even shush it's they would loud. shush you for shushing shushing is way too loud so um and i don't i'm not a fan of that it's like Calm you know down. when i was getting my manicure yeah. there was nobody in there at first just another woman getting a pedicure and it's a pretty large room and then three i call them hens three hens showed up and it was like <laughs> you know 11 o'clock in the morning not even and they're kind of doing that thing that happens when you were with people you enjoy mm where their volume was really high mm. and they're kind of one-upping each other conversation-wise. Mm. And uh, I just looked at the woman that was uh, doing my manicure and I just said to her, you're so loud. And she laughed really hard. She's mm. like, it's a party. And I was like, it's just three people. And she laughed harder. <laughs> but it is tough. Like, yeah, I think being quiet and mm. being in places with friends is really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if you're excited. And it's like- not hard for me because I always want to be silent, silently judging. There should just be like a judging room in the spa. Well, I guess to me, that's what the naked room is. Mm. It's a silent judging room. It's like everyone's like freaking out about their, I don't know, droopy buttholes or whatever. Not yet. <laughs> I have a retail, a weird retail story that happened yeah. last night. Uh, an experience? It was an experience because I don't think it's a nightmare because okay. I was enjoying it. But it was very, very uncomfortable. Hmm. I have went to a house of Dosa. Ooh. I've always wanted to go there um, with past guest always friend marisa chandler and it just has never worked out but hank's dog groomer ball and biscuit if you need to groom your dog that's the place you just want to give your dog a bath she'll do that for like 25 dollars. that's worth it giving a dog a bath is hard um especially if you don't have a bathtub i don't I, hank and i have to have a shower together yeah and it's horrible <laughs> for both <laughs> of us um 
So I was kind of like, okay, I, there's so many great uh, pho places around there. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have Vietnamese food and then go to Famous Foods and get the hard to find good, yummy vegetarian stuff that I like to eat, even though I'm not a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, but it ended up going to House of Joseph because nobody was in there. And I quickly Googled the menu and I was like, there's a shit ton of things I can eat here and I can finally go. And I am a kind of a self-conscious person when it comes to eating by myself, but I've gotten through it over the mm. years and... I can. I was like, this is gonna be great because I love Indian food, and my favorite place closed down about a year and a half ago, and I'm looking for a new one. So went in, had a lovely experience ordering, and the food was really good. And about three quarters of the way through the meal, I start to think about this dessert. I can't pronounce it properly, but it's this beautiful. It's like milk solids and coconut milk, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of like dough. Mm. Uh, in coconut milk it's so good my friend's mom used to make it and put it on a bus from scarborough ontario and send it to montreal same day with like all this homemade indian food uh and i would get to share it and still try to make recipes similar to it um and this is a great dessert i highly recommend it uh it starts with an r Uh, i won't say it but rice w- pudding. It's kind yeah. of it's kind of it's often the share space on the menu with rice pudding because yeah. that's the next thing. But um the restaurant started to fill up. It started filling up with families, crying babies, uh dates, and my little corner that I had kind of carved out that felt so spacious started to kind of close in around me when a mom in her maybe sixties and her t- daughter maybe in her early twenties or late teens sat down. And it could have been a grandmother situation as well. And uh, the woman keeps kind of looking over at me and I'm self-conscious. So I notice it. And she's like, hi. And I was like, hi. Uh, and she Are asked me. sharing a table? Or? No, but oh. really close. Oh, okay. Uh, they actually separated the table I was at. So, mm. you know, when there's like mm-hmm. two together for four. And they're like, she sat down beside me and asked me what I ordered. And I told her and she, <laughs> she, she corrected my pronunciation, which was adorable. But then she sucked her teeth at the choice. She's like... No, I wouldn't have chosen that one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, when you're finished eating, uh, we'll take your table. And I'm like, all right. Because <laughs> it was a better table than theirs. And the daughter was was like, kept making kind of nervous eye contact with me, but smiling. And I was like, okay, so you've got like one of those intense moms. Yeah. And she kept talking. I was like, do you like it here? I'm just being polite. She's like, I like it here, but I eat at the other place too. And, you know, I just go to the place that has the best deal. And, and the daughter's just getting smaller and smaller in the chair. I was like, okay, well, the waiter never came back. So I decided I wouldn't order dessert because I didn't need it, really. The doses are like two feet long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I also yet. had a pakora because I was so hungry when I got there. So it was enough, more than enough food. And I had ice cream at home. So I get up to go to the counter and I'm there waiting. And there's a bill on the counter that's just there. And it's not my bill. I can tell right away. And obviously it's for somebody, probably the waiter needs to bring it to a table. And then out of nowhere, the mom is beside me. She butts in front of me. She wants to change her order, which she put in 10 minutes ago. And this is the kind of restaurant that your order is made now. Yeah. Um, And she looks at the bill and she's like, is this your dinner bill? $22. That's too much for dinner. Can't spend $22 on dinner. And I was like, well, it's not my bill. Number one. So then she picks up the bill and starts wandering around the restaurant looking for the waiter (laughs) to ask a question to. And the woman at the cash starts like really polite. She's like, "Uh, that's not your bill. And she's like, I know, I'm just looking for a waiter. <laughs> but she's still holding the bill. That's so weird. And it just went on and on like weird. shenanigans. And so she changed tables and she looked so satisfied with herself. <laughs> and I paid my $14 bill and uh, left. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's so funny. Like, it made me think of the times where, like, you know, you think your mom's embarrassing. Mm. She's doing something weird. This one was like all the stops were pulled. Oh. Yeah. It's like she's in charge. No filter. She's super in charge. No yeah. filter, no yeah. awareness to like yeah. what, how our behavior affects other people. And, uh, like no awareness to that the restaurant was packed. The only empty seat was mine mm-hmm. and that, that she was now occupying basically two tables because she was insisting on getting my table while still occupying the other table. I, I can't stand that thing of like some people see a person by themselves and they're like, oh, they must want to talk to me because they're not talking to anyone. Like there's a no, perfect like a, target. Having such a great time with my soda yeah. pop, my yeah. Indian food. You're just enjoying a yeah. nice meal. And my telephone. Yeah, my friend. I eat alone all the time. And I mean, I I know what you mean. Like, it it is awkward in the beginning, but it's, I actually quite enjoy it. It's kind of like my Zen time. It's a time to like decompress. I was, I went and I got a vegan banh mi sandwich today, which was so good. I bet. Was it done with tofu? It was like a field roast, some sort of like deli slice that I'd never had before. It was like tomato flavored or something. It was really good. Like I can't even describe what it was. It was just delicious. Um, But there's a big kitchen at my at my new job. And there's this beautiful long table with all these chairs and like cloth napkins and everything. And I was like, oh, I'm going to finally sit here because I've been kind of like I have never had an exciting enough lunch to sort of eat there it's always like i've got uh corn thins and wow butter like <laughs> i've been living off of corn thins the last few days they're so good, so good. it's just like corn thins. Corn thins. gotta get on them it's like um, a rice cake made of corn yeah it's and like popcorn thin. but mm. yeah it's like not as awkward to eat as a rice cake because mm. when you eat that half of it like you goes down crumb. your top yeah mm-hmm. um but this is thin and it's very compressed but it sort of does taste like popcorn mm. like it's got that sort of light mm. but it's not as and it holds nut butters really well yeah it's great mm. yeah i, I love recommend i love putting mm. wow butter or almond butter on it um but so this time i was like i got this fancy meal i'm gonna put it on a plate for the first time nice um and then man loves plates. I went and I got my phone and I was like, I'm going to get caught up on all my social media feeds. This is great because <laughs> I like my new job. I don't really have a chance to check things um, whenever I want to. And then as soon as I sit down, like someone comes up and goes like, you know, since phones started getting more powerful, we really don't talk to each other anymore, do we? And I was like. <laughs> I guess we're having this conversation now. Like you, you didn't get, uh, you got to remember to bring your yeah, uh, my earbuds. earbuds. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Huh, interesting. I mean, we had a nice conversation. We wound up having mm. a nice conversation. I was like, he's reaching out to me. I'm the new girl at at work, mm. so I can't really like, you know. But I also noticed because he's he usually eats by himself too, and I was like, I thought you liked this. Like, I, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You should get him next time when yeah. he's like reading a great book. Be like, aren't books stupid? The whole, <laughs> our whole conversation was a, about how much we love reading, but we never have a chance to do it anymore. And I was like, yeah, I was just about to do some right now. I'd like carved out like 15 minutes for myself to like read this article that I've had open on a tab on my phone for like three weeks. It's about Maya Rudolph. And I started reading it. And I was oh, like, yeah, I've also been putting that yeah. one off with <laughs> a variety of other it, important like, ones. Oh, it's so great. Like, she's so cool. And then I was like, I'm going to save this. But now I'm like, I'll just wind up reading it in like four minute chunks uh, in the bath <laughs> <laughs> and be terrified that I'm going to drop my phone in the bath again. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, the sandwich was delicious and I'm just being a bitch. The co-worker's a nice man and I'm very excited because I get to like 
uh, have another meeting with him tomorrow and he gets to show me how like products, like he gets to basically like do quality control oh, testing. So yeah. he gets to like throw things off of buildings and stuff. That sounds oh, fun. Wow. I know. I want that job. Sounds like Mythbusters. Busted. Throwing shit off buildings Just or throwing against shit. walls is the best therapeutic. It's, yeah. it's underrated. Like yeah. throwing a plate every now and then. <sighs> so Love great. It. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I yelled at my dog before I got here. That gets out a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, no, no. <laughs> he's he's now scratching the inside of his ears. After his haircut, he's like always itchy. Yeah. Do they put Same. powder on him or something? No, fancy. I think it's just little hairs get stuck in his mm, ears yeah. or stuff. He's always like interested in what his butthole's up to after a hairdo too. What's mm. it up to, Hank? So for like a day, I'm like, are you okay? And then it's fine. I think it's just like the fresh air on it. It's yeah so confusing it would be yeah it would be weird if all of a sudden like your butthole was exposed to uh the air okay so Catherine. yeah can you think of a really fancy animal for us what is the fanciest animal fancy yeah <laughs> um well, one of my fancy animals that I like particularly is foxes. Oh, foxes I think they're are very adorable. Fancy. And they're, they have these cute little, like, I don't know, I kind of go on, like, the wormholes of the internets, their interwebs of fox foxes videos so and cat and dog videos. But the fox ones? Oh, my God. I think if I could have an animal, I think I'd want a fox. It would suit you and it would suit where you live. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I just think they're... They're kind of like a dog cat together. Yeah, but also a mystical, magical creature yeah, of some sort. The I don't think they're is so beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, I know that they kind of get like a bad rap of being, you know, a little. And I think they are mischievous, but I don't think in a nasty sort of way. I think they're very playful. Mm-hmm. I think that if they hadn't been hunted so much mm-hmm. and kind of seen that way, they would probably. I think that they're fairly like easygoing animals and mm-hmm. can get along pretty well around humans. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they do seem, of course, like we think that all the animals are really smart and we just don't mm-hmm. appreciate them yeah. the way that we could learn from them. So foxes are the really fancy animals. Yeah, Very fancy. I think. I heard they smell really crazy too. They've got like, a musk. Oh, they do? Yeah, I, that's so like, mm. they're actually, people who have them say don't have them as pets. Like mm. basically if one is abandoned or something when it's young and it has to be rehabilitated or something like that and then it can't go back to living with other foxes, then in that situation, yes, have it as a pet. But like anyone who's selling foxes as pets is bad because <laughs> um, they, yeah, they have like a a musk gland or something hmm. and and it's really pungent um have you seen a fox in real life before i have not me no. either i've seen yeah. two I would before cry. yeah what's it like what's... it's it feels like you're in a scene from your favorite <laughs> uh fantasy film fox and the hound legend <laughs> <laughs> um and uh i've seen it twice and once was in montreal on the expo 67 island which is a place that I had been wanting to go ever since I found out about it. Hmm. It's beautiful. eh? It's very beautiful. And that's where like, there's an amusement park there. And, uh, it was, it was sort of in October or yeah, early October. So all the leaves were changing and it was gorgeous. And Jay and I were just walking around. There's no one really there. 
and we were walking through the park and then all of a sudden there was just a fox and i was like how did this fox get onto the island wow hank is breaking hank some rules is, right now he out. calms oh, down it's hello. fine he oh, loves hank's giving me a kiss he's oh. really into kissing right now hello. oh well hey <laughs> i'm single so <laughs> but it's I'll, totally I'll new whatever he gets I can really get. wide eye <laughs> Yeah, I saw that one in Montreal one time. And then mm. once I saw one in England when I was on a train, I was like looking out the window and there was just a fox watching the train. And I was wow. like, well, you're definitely an ancient wizard, like trapped in the body of a fox. But they were both very like fleeting glimpses. But mm -hmm. it, like I'll, I'll probably be like a 95 year old woman, not be able to remember any friend I've oh. ever had in my life. But I'm like, the fox looked yeah. at me. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be great? I don't know. I can just, yeah, I think like later in life, it's like, no, I'm not going to be a woman with cats i'm gonna be a woman with foxes well i want to be like uh yeah. how emily carr had like a monkey, had a monkey and a yeah. raven and a raccoon or something like she had so many animals yeah ravens are pretty cool too i think they're they're like next to my fox yeah as far as a fancy animal easier to get too yeah. we can get you one tonight mm. <laughs> we can we just go down to Granville Island and take one of the ones that hangs out on the dumpster. Just, they're up aren't, for there, aren't those crows? That's though? a, a Ravens classic are... joke that I make at my at comedy shows. People are like, I, I want a cat. And I'm like, they're basically free. <laughs> we can oh. get you one tonight. Ravens are a lot bigger though. Like, how there, do you know? there are ravens in Vancouver though. There's there some is? in Granville Island, and yeah. there's a bunch up in Shaughnessy, hmm. which I every day now, like when I'm walking to work or on the weekend if I'm going for a run or something, I can hear because the raven call is different than the crows yes it it sounds is. like one of those musical instruments aguero with the, yeah aguero. it does yeah, yeah it's very it's very low and sort of percussive mm -hmm. um yeah and i never used to hear them before and now i hear them all the time and mm. it makes me so excited i love them i find them so mystical they're huge well yeah. it's funny because you always think like ravens are big but crows are really big too yeah. you don't realize it until there's one on your balcony mm -hmm. uh and you're trying to befriend it but yeah i'd say I think ravens are the fanciest, yeah. my fanciest animal yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. I just watched uh, a movie called Opera, which is a, a horror film from the 80s. It's, it's like a Argento movie. Yes, I have, where the guy has the, the he has a little bit of a mask. Oh, no, that's What's like that? Phantom of the that Opera. Or Phantom of the Paradise. Fa Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah no, this is not mm. as cool as that movie. That's like a very psychedelic <laughs> sort of rock opera type Cool is movie. that an Argent? That's is no, that that's Darryl Brian De Palma. Oh, oh, did that oh that's one. right. Yeah, right, right, right. It's also really good mm, though. Mm -hmm. But this is it was it's about like a young opera singer and she is the understudy and she gets cast because something terrible happens to the star and they're doing I think they're doing Macbeth and I haven't seen it. It's I won't give anything away and mm. you probably won't want to see it. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but there's ravens are featured so prominently in the opera within the film like there's are they real they're real ravens mm. and there's all these scenes where they're flying around in this opera house and flying around on stage oh, and cool. they there's a of course there's a serial killer and uh you know he's killing young women and the the ravens see, see. they witness mm. it and because they're so smart and mm -hmm. they always remember a face like they can find out who the murderer is but the, i'll have to watch that i don't think that's one i've watched the raven acting in it is amazing and there's so many really <laughs> is oscar worthy it's really good. the raven acting is amazing <laughs> it's very impressive and some of the shots they get are so cool like they get these close-up shots of their their eyes and you can see reflections of the mm. whole opera house and it's really cool mm. but the whole rest of it is a lot of just like you know gratuitous violence <laughs> against women <laughs> <laughs> all right 
let's pop of the week. Okay. My papa's a raven. No, just kidding. <laughs> so as our guest, uh, we always let you go first. So Papo of the Week for the uninitiated is uh, something that you saw this week or could be really any time. We just say it weekly because we do it weekly. Right. Yeah. It's just something that is good or cute. Okay. Well, it's an animal. It's, it comes to my mind and, and it's like, I saw this animal a few years ago, but the animal still, I remember it. And it's like, when I remember my moment with this animal, it brings me so much joy. It's just one of these moments. I was in a very a dark place a few years like ago. Like a basement? <laughs> yeah, emotionally, a very dark place. An very emotional sad, basement. Very sad. Oh yeah, the emotional basement. Yes. And I literally, I'm not joking. I was finding unconditional love by animals. I was having a lot of moments with animals when every time I went out. And this one was in particular a very special, what do you call it? The pup? Papo. Papo. <laughs> this dog, it was a dog. And um, I saw the dog like a half a block away. And he looked like a mini Chewbacca. <laughs> cute. And like he was kind of doing that little like trot and his hair was like long and he had that Chewbacca face I don't know what kind of dog that is but Wookie. he was this, yeah like a little walkie <laughs> dog like seriously it was the cutest dog and this dog and I I like I saw him and I just was he immediately filled me with such joy and him and I locked eyes it'll happen and when him and I locked eyes he was on a leash had a male owner and he totally <laughs> ran to me Aww. and he jumped up and I bent down and he jumped up into my arms. Oh my gosh. And we had this total moment. And the, the it was so interesting because like the owner was like kind of shocked. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My dog never does that. I don't know what happened. And I literally, I said to him, I said, oh, no, no, no. We locked eyes and I we, welcomed it. He had a moment. And, and I said, you know, your dog gave me love. I, I need love. And your dog gave it to me. Aww. And, and um, it was the most precious moment. And I still remember to like so he lovely. just, I think about the this dog this happened like a couple years ago anyway i don't know if it's supposed to be a most recent thing but no, no, no something no, no, that no, I, I do carry the park. i carry this chewbacca dog that's so it was great. just such a beautiful moment and I, I do believe like animals totally sense when oh yeah you need it like they give it so many animals like yeah all my friends who have animals when they whenever they're sick or mm -hmm. not feeling well or just you know feeling really sad mm-hmm the animals will just basically glue themselves to to them mm -hmm. and it's it's totally like they understand and yep. don't cats purr at the same frequency that like helps mend broken bones mm -hmm. like it's i think their own <laughs> yeah but <laughs> their bones yeah. but it's like they're they're magic but they're it's a therapeutic that the, yeah. the purring is a very I actually, speaking of that, I would actually Google on like um, you can get just purring sounds. Oh wow! To play. Oh when wow! I used to go to sleep with purring sounds. I love that. Since I have no, I don't have pets, but I That's love the greatest, pets. Though. I love yeah. animals. Yeah. Same. So I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look it up. I was just talking today about how we were talking about white noise machines mm. and stuff. And there was this sort of like fake product that was listed. I think it was April Fool's Day or something, oh. but it was a Star Trek uh, <laughs> like white noise machine. And it was just the sound of the hum of the engines that's in the background of all the episodes. And it's just like a constant hum and then like a few little beeps and bloops, which is the same sound as on the DVD menus of, <laughs> of Star Trek. But each different ship from each different 
series has a different like hum frequency. I didn't cool. know that. So cool. you can be like, mm, tonight I want to go with like a Voyager hum or an cool. Enterprise hum or like Enterprise D, Enterprise E. Like there's all the different. Cool. Anyway, I feel very dorky right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, cats seems a lot more acceptable than, <laughs> than a, a white noise from a made up sci-fi universe. Um, my puppo is also a dog. And it's very funny that you say that yours look like Chewbacca because mine, my puppo looks like an Ewok. <laughs> so I don't know. We're both in like a weird Star Wars, Star Trek <laughs> frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned her briefly on the last episode. It's also a dog at my new job. Um, her name is Kimchi. I got to hang out with her a lot today. She's about like two and a half. She looks unlike any other dog I've ever met. Uh, she was a rescue, so they don't really know what her makeup is. Uh, it's maybe a bit Yorkie, maybe a bit Pomeranian, maybe a bit Shih Tzu or something like that. But so she's very fluffy, has a very, she looks like cookie dough, <laughs> um, like fluffy cookie dough. And she's got, she's mostly sort of uh, light, light brown colored. And then she has long fur on just on her ears and the fur on her ears, sort of like your hair, is mm-hmm. very dark compared mm-hmm. to the rest of it. So it's just mm-hmm. these two little dark accents that frame her face. <laughs> and she has a piercing bark that, like, when she wants her emotions to be heard, the whole office knows. And we're all just like, oh, kimchi. But I got to I got to hang out with her today for about an hour while I was meeting with her owner. And I learned all about her. And I just love her so much. And apparently she's... She barks at everyone when she first meets them, but she didn't, she was like, we just took to each other very quickly. And I love that dog so much. And several people in the office carry dog treats with them or have them at their <laughs> desk. And I was like, we're allowed to do that. I'm going to start doing that. That's amazing. Nice. Who's your pup, Alicia? Yeah. My pup of the week is Hank. Um, he's starting to not bark at every dog that he sees, which leads me to his other pup. I may have talked about him on another podcast his name is Lloyd Lloyd? and one day I showed up uh, I left work I was sick so I biked home and I was just putting Hank away when the new dog walker was taking him out and he had this dog with him it was a three-legged dog with a Star Wars uh, leash and the man that walks the dog mentioned that Hank seems kind of indifferent to him at first he barks at him and like kind of bullies him a bit this is Hank Mm. and Lloyd is just the most easygoing three-legged dog He's some, some sort of terrier mix, and um, I love him. <laughs> I love the name Lloyd for a dog. So I've noticed <laughs> yeah. Hank has become more relaxed around dogs, not completely. Like, he still barks to get their attention. And unfortunately, Hank barks in a way that sounds kind of aggressive, but he's just excited. And so there's a lot of me explaining to people, like, he's just excited, mm-hmm. mm. uh, which must be so annoying for them to hear. But the other day, we bumped into Lloyd's owner, and I was like, oh, I'm like, Hank knows this dog. And I'm like, your dog has a Star Wars collar. And she's like, uh, who are you? <laughs> but Hank just hangs out with him. He doesn't act at all like Hank does with dogs. Like He's totally relaxed. He's like, oh, yeah, this is my walking buddy, Aww. Lloyd. So both of them are my puppets of the week. It's very cute. Nice. Well, that's our podcast. That's it. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We did it. Thanks, guys. If people want to find you online or see you do a thing, how do they do that? Well, they can catch me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm Catherine Faulkner Performer. I'm on Facebook. I do have a website. It's CatherineFaulkner.com. 
it's not updated, but it will be. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one thing that's not the bane of my existence. But yeah, they can check me out there. Cool. Alicia. Uh, If you are listening to this podcast right now and it's Monday, you can see me host the Laugh Gallery tonight on the 12th. Um, It's at Havana. It starts at 9. Great prizes. Uh, Come Draw With Me is December 1st. And I think that that's it for the year. Um, I am also doing a show on December 1st, which is the Mint Records Christmas Party. It's also going to be an award show this year. Uh, It's hosted by Ben Lai, who is the executive producer of this podcast. Uh, I'm very excited. All my favorite friends bands are going to be playing. Energy Slime will be playing. We'll probably have a new song. And that'll be probably our last show of the year. My other band got asked to play a show December 22nd. And I'm sort of like, will Santa be there? (laughs) (laughs) It's a show for Santa. Well, I play a show for Santa. (laughs) I've heard. Just every song is Santa Baby. (laughs) Santa Baby, something don't you know it's a Santa. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta sing it like that. Oh, yeah. Um, if you like the podcast listener, you can donate to our Patreon. You can rate us on iTunes. You can tweet about it. Yeah. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell your moms. Tell your dads. Moms like this. There's yeah. lots of moms that moms listen to this. Love Just because we're not moms doesn't mean we don't appeal to a mom energy. Yeah. We're total mom vibes. Thank you so much for being our guest. Oh, thanks yeah. for having me. Thank you. I'm sorry that you got a blender thrust in your oh, face. Okay. <laughs> so oh, weird. Yeah. It's made me who I am. It's true. Yeah. You're stronger for I it. Am. It's great com- That's what comedic the- material. Yeah. 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 I'm married to a doctor. I'm married to a doctor. <laughs> Santa baby. Santa baby. He's married to a doctor, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're really good at that. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Let's do a Christmas <laughs> yeah, song. I also love Christmas music. It's like a weird thing about me. Huh. I love Christmas music and Christmas lights and Christmas ornaments mm. and money. <laughs> Not okay. in that Are order. Are you what money first. wife? <laughs> I'd, I would be so bad. I'd be like, tell me what gross doctor. thing happened today. Yeah. Tell me about all the warts you lanced. Yeah. Wart mm. lancing. Do you lance a wart? No, I, think I don't you have even to freeze know. them. Anyway, mm. this is uh, for another podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much, Catherine. Oh, thank thank you. you. Bye, Jessica. Thank you. Bye. Everyone have a great week, okay? Be kind. Mwah. 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 Mwah.